0: Want to see the kind of industries that are opening up?
1: This is Local Biz Now with Joe Vagnone, where your business matters. Local Biz. Now. You have to determine what is working, what isn't working. Joe Vagnone is a
0: respected business broker, helping individuals buy and sell businesses. Joe has successfully owned and operated many companies in a variety of industries. This
1: is Local Biz Now because your business matters.
0: Welcome to Local Biz Now. I am not Joe Vagnone. Patrick Reynolds in for Joe Vagnone. Second time in only 10 plus years, Joe has not hosted Local Biz Now. We'll get to that in just a little bit, but Joe... I hope you're watching, I hope you're listening, I hope you feel better soon. Patrick Reynolds in for you this afternoon, and welcome to the number one talk business show in North Carolina. That was my best Joe Vagnon impression right there. We are coming to you live from the Burners Cigar Studio. I love having a sponsor for the studio. Home Burner Cigar home of the premium cigars and cigar smokers of the world. There's great people and premium cigars. I was wondering if that might be premium people and great cigars as well. Seems like we're top-notch all around with Burners. But life is good at Burners Cigars, located in Burkdale Village. Just a short walk from here at uh, Studio, right here in Cornelius with WSIC because we want to give your week started, inspired, informed, and entertained, because that's what Joe do, does, and I'm going to try to keep carrying the baton here for this Monday afternoon here at WSIC Radio. FM around Lake Norman, 100.7 and 1400 AM in Iredell County, anywhere in the world on the World Wide Web at WSIC's website, as well as the socials. We're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Twitter, just everywhere on the WSIC world. As I said, I'm in. um, Patrick Reynolds in for Joe Vagnone, soon to be either imprisoned or famous. I don't know where Joe's going to be soon, but Yes, I'm honored to sit in for him at Local Biz Now. This show, the longest-running live business show from WSIC. What have they got? Over 10 years strong. As I said, this is only the second show Joe has missed. We, we've we got well over 800, 800 small business owners and community leaders have been interviewed on this show, and over 450 videos of all the interviews, can be seen on the tubes. Joe's got, as his words, not mine, his sexy YouTube channel. Uh, We're also live on Facebook. We'll take your questions there. I got my phone over here on the side. We'll try to keep track of that. But usually, the factotum of the company, Julie, keeps track of that. Everybody needs a Julie. Joe's got a Julie. You need a Julie. Everybody needs a Julie. And I've been waiting to say this for a lot of years. You're listening to Local Biz Now because if it's Monday afternoon, your business matters joe i hope you're watching and i hope i did the tagline well for you i've been i, I wanted to do my first time to be in front of joe he's not even here in the studio or that i have actually coached other people on how to say your business matters but it, there's a technique to it i hope to get into it next week next monday with joe uh, those of you that know we've got a co-host every single month and for the month of november i'm pleased to announce that this month's co-host is me Patrick Reynolds, I am the co-host, but today, uh, Joe called this morning. have a little illness from something that happened over the weekend. He is under the weather, so get well soon, Joe. Uh, I hope you're feeling okay. I'm not sure whether to tease you on air. I would like to, but as soon as you're feeling better, we're definitely going to lean into you on that. So we've got uh, uh, some great conversations set up today for Local Biz Now taking care of the community. Our first guest today to my right, your left on the cameras, Dennis Billidoux. He's the candidate for mayor for the town of Cornelius. Those that know the show know the show well. Joe is a big supporter of Mr. Billidoux. And I know Joe would say he's very confident that I am talking right now to the next mayor of the town of Cornelius. Dennis Billidoux, welcome to Local Biz
1: Now. Well, thank you, Patrick. Uh, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here on election eve election eve election eve and uh you know i have to say i think this is the first time you and i have talked indoors uh, we're <laughs> usually out at a at a at a, a walk or some yeah. sort of fair outside with uh, music blasting so you look different here
0: thank you thank you yeah I'll probably getting into a little bit of info about myself joe told me he goes hey we'll interview you next week so the audience knows who you are but i'll you know i'll, I'll throw the 30 second elevator version out here now uh, Patrick Reynolds with Waves Entertainment. You may know me uh, on the speaking circuit, MC and host of many events and local concerts around the area, Lake Norman area, the Tabawaks, the Second Friday Street Festivals in Cornelius, as well as Burkdale Village, Langtree Live in Mooresville. We've got a concert series down in Ballantyne. I spend a lot of time on stages in front of an audience with a microphone, so stepping in here to the studios. I actually got my start with all of this, right here at WSIC 13 years ago in Statesville. Yeah. Well, you do an excellent job. Thanks. I got I to gotta
1: tell you that I've been to a lot of events and you bring energy to the stage. <laughs> you bring it on. So this is a, a unique, unique election this year. Sure. As you probably know, there has not been a uh, contested run for mayor in mm-hmm. 15 years. Uh, our current mayor has never been opposed. And we went through four seasons last week. Uh, during early election, it started Thursday in eighty degree weather. Uh, moved into <laughs> the following week, we were down uh, twenty nine degrees one morning. Uh, you know, so we've we've been through the, the the hot, the cold, and we're ready to go. We're we're pumped up about tomorrow's election.
0: I knew all those weather changes were going to happen. Do you know how I knew? Because I listened to the Joe Berg forecasts right here on W S I C. Ace Ace weatherman. That's for smart. Joe Berg, yeah. yeah. He, if you listen to Joe. He knows. So there you go. I knew about the weather. However, thank you for the compliments on the energy I bring to the concerts. Yes. You're looking to bring energy to this election tomorrow. You see what I did there? Yes. Did that, yes. That, that, that
1: was beautiful. <laughs> you know, it, it's been a great week. The early voting uh, is, is at a record number. We're up 30%, mm. you know, in terms of f- folks coming out. I'd like to attribute it to having a mayor's race. That may or may not be true, but uh, I'm certainly going to take credit for that. And at the end of the day, what we're uh, we're looking at is uh, voters coming out, and the great thing about it is meeting people, talking to them, listening to what is you know the hot topic on their mind. And I've been an awful lot of people, Shaked a lot of babies, kissed a lot of hands. We're uh, <laughs>
0: you didn't really swap those over, did you? <laughs> <No>. shaking babies. <laughs> shaking babies. Oh, not a good way to not a good way to get votes. But uh, I know he's kidding. Yeah. So, have you seen? Uh, I, I guess what I want to ask about this is, is you taking the heat, you know, cause when you step in as a candidate for any office or you do take a certain amount of heat here, uh, versus the amount of people complaining or have complained for two years, four years, 10, 20 years as the development of Cornelius, that seems to have been the hot topic. Uh, have you felt the heat in the complaints from the local community of Cornelius?
1: Well, the the issue continues to be traffic, and yep. the you know the impression that we're over overbuilt and that we need to slow things down. So, when you look at the incumbents, uh, you know, and there's two of us that are not running. Obviously, uh, Mr. Gilroy and I are, are moving on to other uh, uh, issues, if you will, or or things to do. Um, but they're still the top, the top two being traffic. So, when when folks come up, what are you going to do about traffic? What are you going to do about uh, slowing down the the growth and I think, uh, you know, having the answers, having really slowed things down from high density residential over the past two years, there's a good response that we can give them. that Things are different now. Things have changed. And I know we'll get into this, but I, I have my thoughts uh, about what we ought to do about traffic and NCDOT and their uh, slow approach.
0: Mm-hmm. Election Eve. You're listening to Local Biz Now. We are talking with Dennis Billido here in the WSIC studios. We're going to talk more about the Cornelius election very shortly. We'll, you are listening to Local Biz Now, 105.9 FM, 100.7 FM, 1400 AM. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Local Biz Now. Patrick Reynolds in for Joe Vagnone this week, who is a little under the weather. Joe, if you are listening, I hope you are. I hope you feel better soon. Look forward to be back here in the studio with you next Monday. Alongside me for this afternoon, candidate for the mayor of town of Cornelius, on election eve great to talk to you dennis bilidoux in the studios thank you so much for spending some time with us i know you must be a very busy man the night before the election yeah yeah it's uh you know uh, planting signs shaking a few hands getting those last uh yeah jabs in that you can but pleasure to be here good to have you with us simple question we talked about this out in the lobby before we came in we we're chatting a little bit there as a resident of the town of Cornelius, which which I'm not, but if I were simple question to you, why should I vote for Dennis Piladoux for mayor? Yeah yeah and and that's that's a question I hear a lot these sure. days uh, and it's interesting
1: and I think that is part of the reason uh, that folks would be asking that is that they haven't seen a mayor's race and are wondering you know so what are the differences between you and the current mayor? And honestly, uh, you know, we're friends. I consider uh, Mm -hmm. Woody a friend. Uh, We've worked together for a long time on many, many important projects, not the least of which is the Kane Center for the Arts Mm -hmm. uh, from day one. You know, we've worked on that together. But um, what people should understand is that even though there's this uh, friendly competition, if you will, uh, we differ in a couple of areas, a couple of key areas that I believe that citizens... Uh, should make a choice, should should look at it and say, which side do I believe uh, I should stand on? And the first one that comes to mind uh, came out at a budget meeting back in May, where I believe because of the revaluation and the increase in the value of properties, that <clears throat> we should keep a revenue neutral uh, tax budget for the year. And uh, the mayor was in, in a different place. Uh, he at first came out with a two penny, which sounds mm-hmm. uh, pretty mild, but it, it meant a double digit increase in terms of what people would see for tax. But all around us, we were hearing about, you know, the cost of goods going up, the county raising their tax. And when you look at the two numbers that are important on your tax, it's not only the rate where people say, well, we have the lowest rate in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, that may be true, but we also received the highest property value increase. So you put those two together, and in my case, for example, I have a 30% increase in my property tax. So the uh, negotiated, and this is something, again, that we do as a board, unlike the federal government or even the state, we don't run right to the edge of the cliff and wait till the last minute to approve a budget. So you'll see uh, that there's a lot of discussion that happens within the board uh, discussion. The mayor is setting the tone. Uh, and trying to come to an agreement that we can move forward so everyone knows what the budget's going to look like before we get to the eleventh hour. so so, number one difference between the mayor and I are, uh, you know, I, I'd like to see a little more um, a fiscal uh, you know responsibility in terms of not just taxing when we don't really need to tax at this at this particular time. And I say that because we've had six years of of a, um, you know, a profit, if you will, we've had a surplus to our budget for six years, that totaled $24 million. So if you ever go back to look at that May 1st budget meeting, you'll see where I was asking to, let's just pump the break for this time. Let's let's take a look at what this new reval will do to us, and um, we still would be in good shape. Mm-hmm.
0: I wanted to say something as well, just throw in my personal two cents here, is I know Woody Washam as well friend of mine as well. I know Dennis Billidoo, friend of mine as well. Not a Cornelius resident. This would be a very deep topic for me if I was a resident of the town. I like you both. I mentioned to Dennis off air as like, I wish I had a shot to have Woody on air as well before the election as well, just to speak to both of you about your platforms as well. Um, Something else that you've heard a lot of feedback, I guess we'll call, uh, feedback slash backlash slash energy. Uh, your latest ad that has appeared in print. I believe it was the Cornelius Times. Cornelius Today. Cornelius Today. Cornelius me. Today. Yes. yes. Yeah. I. Um,
1: you know. I decided to put out there some of the differences. All through the early voting, out uh, folks would come up to me and say, "So, where do you and Woody differ in terms sure. of uh, you know your opinion on how the town should be managed?" And of course, the the uh, the quotes that I put in the ad were direct, and and can be can be found. They're uh, recorded, so you can actually go to either a town hall meeting or a, uh, you know a, a place where you can see the actual back and forth or discussion. And you know, at at the end of the day, that's what I was trying to get across: is that you know this is not uh, taking shots. This is discussing uh, in in a forum that. People can sit back and read, and and, uh, if they want to go further, they can go to those meetings and pull up the video and and take a look at the differences, as I mentioned, with tax, and then also, you know, approach towards uh, traffic. You know, I I really do believe that we can be more aggressive with uh, town-managed projects. We're waiting for DOT and have been waiting, and there's delay after delay, and the pricing just keeps going up. So, uh, you know, we've, we've got some ammunition, you know, we've got some, uh, mm-hmm. some, some cash that we can use to do road projects. We also, by the way, have $20 million of road bond that we uh, got approved in 2018. So that's getting to the end of its life that we, we do need to use that uh, to take care of some of our road projects that we'd like to look mm-hmm.
0: at. So you got us $20 million in road bond. It's five years old to the layman. Why has Cornelius not used it? I think traffic is one of, if not the biggest complaint amongst the citizens in the community here. I'm not a resident, but I'm, gosh, I spend a lot of time in Cornelius. Sure. I can testify to that. What What is the holdup? Why are we not using it?
1: Yeah, I, you know, in a word, uh, or, or to look at that, I'd say it's NCDOT. The idea was, let's get the bonds approved. We can do the corridor projects like the uh, Highway 115, 73, West Catawba. And at the time, we needed road bonds to go ahead and pay our, our portion of it. And it and it was a really desirable small portion with DOT paying a lot of it. Uh, of course, we found out that uh, DOT has has run out of cash. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I started with the, the um, CRTPO, which is the planning organization, they were claiming that DOT was $7 billion uh, in the hole just in our region. So uh, things had to be delayed, and that bond was sitting there. Uh, the latest round of delays just caused me to to say, you know, it's enough. There are uh, areas in our town that we can handle. They're smaller projects, but they mean a lot to citizens who are waiting at a light or can't make a right or left turn because yeah. the lanes aren't marked right. So there there are some really good projects that we can handle that we can pay for and manage and get done while we're waiting and while we're pushing NCDOT to to move forward with the projects they promised us.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, you've been on the board for the town of Cornelius for, uh, gosh, as long as I've known you for quite, quite a while. Well, before we, we met, uh, now you step up, you're throwing your hat into the ring for mayor. What was the inspiration to make that step? You've already served the town of Cornelius, you have been, you are, from board member to mayor. What was the push for that? Yeah, it's a
1: great question. Uh, you know, I can see how important the the mayor position is, you know, as 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 the mayor... You really are guiding the team. Uh, you're 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 looking for consensus. You're setting the agenda, and having been a small business owner, I like to set more urgency around what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So some of it is style, you know. Some some of it is the difference between the mayor and I. Uh, the mayor likes task force uh, that, that that carry on month after month, year after year. But as a small business owner, I believe I could bring more urgency. You know that where we can get citizens' input and move forward, you know, and, instead of just, you know, waiting and drawing things out. Folks are ready for some transportation fix. They're, sure. they're ready for some things, including amenities, uh, park amenities as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Voter locations, very important. There's people that want to vote. People are participating. There's, I mentioned the word energy before. It's a big deal about this election. Uh, early voting. All time, I don't know if it's an all-time high, but it's extremely high, which is a good, good, good sign that people are letting their voice be heard here. Where voter locations, can you enlighten our audience on on those for Cornelius?
1: Sure, sure, absolutely. That's that's very important because there is a change. With early voting, you're voting, everyone's going to town hall. Mm-hmm. So everyone was, was familiar just walking over to, or, or driving to town hall. Now there's four locations. You have to be in your precinct. So there's still Town Hall if you're in that area, and that's your precinct, Precinct 202, you go to Town Hall. There's also Community in Christ Lutheran Church on Norman Island Drive, and that's Precinct 240. So if you're in that area near uh, you know Sanford Road and towards that end of, of Cornelius, that's where you go. Jaton Park is uh, the Precinct 242, that's uh, up and down Jaton Road, the peninsula in that area. And then last but not least, Bethel Presbyterian on Bethel Church Road. That's the uh, the fourth and final place. If you're in that Bethel Church area, you go to uh, Precinct 208.
0: Traffic, traffic, traffic are the top three things I hear for complaints about Cornelius. After we get after through traffic, what is the next biggest thing that you hear from the community that they want addressed for Cornelius? Yeah, I'd say tongue-in-cheek uh, pickleball. But okay. uh, that lately
1: pickleball has been a really hot topic. And that's another one of those quick things that, that we should be able to, f- to fix given our surpluses that we have in the budget year after year. But, but seriously, the, the second most important thing I think to citizens is safety. And we can do a better job as well. Even though we're waiting for DOT, for example, on West Catawba, we ought to take uh, the initiative to go ahead and put some crosswalks in place. One that comes to mind is is near Robbins Park. You know, mm-hmm. we we have a long stretch of, of sidewalk and a beautiful park that we just need to connect, even if it's a temporary crosswalk. So safety, uh, you know, in terms of the police, uh, Cornelius police do just such a great job and we need to pay them properly and support them. But crosswalk safety, safety on the lake, those are things that are really important to our citizens. Mm-hmm.
0: We have just about one minute left with you here. We're coming to you live from a Monday afternoon. It is election Eve. uh, If you're listening to the show live Tuesday is election. Where will you be Tuesday evening and your, uh, your your company, your friends. Where were you going to be Tuesday evening? There's a lot of election parties and gatherings going on tomorrow. Yes, night. well,
1: most of the day Tuesday, I'll spend at Jaton
0: Park. Um,
1: my wife will be over at Town Hall, so we're we're going to meet over at Old Town Public House and my good friend Case Waterman. Yeah, uh, it's it's a place that I've been going for the last four elections, and uh, you know, I, I just think it's comfortable. It's on the side of town that I I like to um, to relax after a long day at the the polls. So I'll be there at Old Town Public House. We'll we'll be watching the uh, results from 8 8 p.m. on.
0: Dennis Billidoux, candidate for mayor, guest here on Local Biz Now. We'll be right back. Thank you for spending your Monday with us. Talk to you in a moment. Welcome back to Local Biz Now. I am not Joe Vagnone. Patrick Reynolds in for Joe, who's a little bit under the weather. Hope that he gets feeling better soon, and we'll be back here next Monday. Coming to you live from WSIC Radio at the Burner Cigar Studio, who I know they've got a great commercial. Let's give them a little love. So putting out fires
1: may be intense, but relaxation can be just as powerful. I'm Josh Johnson, and when I'm not at the firehouse, I'm unwinding at Burner Cigar. Join me in experiencing blazing relaxation, the perfect way to kick back and enjoy the moment.
0: Local Biz Now, coming to you live from the Burners Cigar Studio. Thank to Burners for their support of the show and the studio, located in Burkdale Village, a very short walk from WSIC. Not that I would walk it, I'd probably drive it, because it is Catawba, Um, unless there's a bet to win. Then I'm a silly boy and will go for it, but... Let's stop being silly boys and let's go to a serious woman. <laughs> Please welcome to Local Biz Now, our second guest of the show. Someone who came into the studio. We said, oh, hey, we've met. We know each other. Gosh, we could talk a little bit about that. but Let's get into all this. I hope someone is about to improve my golf game big time. I'm, I'm banking on it anyway. Please welcome Candice Klein, co-owner of Hook It Golf. Hello,
2: Candace. Hello, Patrick. It's nice to be here.
0: Nice to have you with us again. We... You have a little bit of a journey here, <laughs> business wise. We had remembered meeting each other at of all places the Jeep Fest That's in right. Troutman. in uh, yes. Yeah, Jeep Tastic uh, up in up in Troutman earlier this year. A fun event, but I remember it was chilly. I had a very blast cool. at that event. Got to run the road course yeah. uh, in the in the dirt there. That was a lot okay. of fun. Did you get out on the course?
2: I did not. Uh, okay. It was very cold, and yeah. so we were at the, we were working the booth, so I was not able to get out there. But it was it was fun. A lot of people out getting to the, see the animals and ride the course. So I think a lot of people had fun.
0: Now you're the co-owner now of Hook It Golf. I guess in addition to your aftermarket parts business, nothing's gone away. You just keep adding. <laughs>
2: yeah. Hey, we just, why not keep adding <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> to keep us busy?
0: Well, if you call Hook It Golf or Slice It Golf, you're talking <laughs> my language with my golf game. I do sales for Waves Entertainment the, the company that put the stage and the sound, all that there. Mm-hmm. And I realized a few years ago, I was about the only salesman in Lake Norman that didn't have a golf game or golf bags. So I went and bought some golf clubs and I learn as I go. I think <laughs> you may be able to help me with that.
2: Most people learn as they go, which, you know, golf is one of those things you can learn as you go. It's painful, but uh, it's still a fun game.
0: <laughs> so hook it golf. What is it? Our listeners tuning in goes like, okay, this is a cool little name. What is the, what is the business? What do you do?
2: (laughs) So it is a indoor golf simulator. So what you do is, you know, rather than going out and playing a course, a real course, what you can do is you can play virtual courses as well as it has, you know, practice uh, abilities. So, you know, if you want to go figure out, dial in your club, say, Hey, you know, I've got a new set of irons. I I don't really know that you made the loft is a little bit different. I want to know how far am I truly carrying these clubs? Uh, Or if you've never really dialed that in before, and sometimes it's hard to tell, sometimes you're just doing math in your head about, you know, you're tracking it, okay, how far do I drive it, or how far, okay, the green's Mm -hmm. 150 yards out, okay, I'm getting there with my seven. But the nice thing about this is it's going to track a bunch of different data points about your swing, about the ball, uh, about just a lot of, like there's like 26 data points it tracks. So... Really learning about your swing and how efficiently you're hitting the ball is one of the big things. Plus, it has an entertainment side. It's got great games for kids, putting games, chipping games. So great for all skill levels of golf, which is awesome.
0: Now, I get up and I play and I'll hit the ball and I'll shank it 30 (laughs) yards to the right into some bushes. Or I drive it this beautiful shot, 150 yards down the green, and I have no idea why for either i'm totally flabbergasted that by chance i hit it beautifully my one shot can you help a guy like me
2: <laughs> so well so although we have the simulator in the launch monitor to show you that data uh, we are actually getting some partnerships with some trainers to come in and basically use the facility to provide lessons, especially as the weather's getting bad. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's hard to get out on the range. So uh, and then, plus it's getting dark earlier. Yeah. Right. So you know, by five thirty, it's dark. So um, we're part. We're beginning to partner with some uh, instructors to basically ha- allow lessons and you know um, group courses as well. So can't say anything yet about who that is Uh but um definitely trying to make those partnerships and you know have have that ability because we we get a lot of people in there say hey you know i just started you know i like coming in here and but i would love a lesson so that's definitely Mm -hmm. where we're kind of making those partnerships and getting those all set up so people can not only improve their game but also have fun doing it
0: Mm -hmm. where do we find you
2: so we are uh, right off of Rama Church Road in Huntersville. Um, it's Rama Executive Park. So it's three forty Siegel Street and Suite fifteen.
0: Okay. So from what you're telling me, I got the impression that there's there's uh, options to learn both on the golf course in person and in a virtual aspect inside, can they do both either or, or both?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, obviously there's definitely room for both. I mean, a lot of times a coach on a course, and I'm not a coach, but ones I've talked to, you know, they have, some people have a a launch monitor where they they can see some of the statistics. Now, a lot of times the player is not necessarily seeing it. Um, But the nice thing is about indoor, you know, it's a little bit more secluded. You, they can see, you know, they're not, Seen ten other balls flying, mm-hmm. and you know you—it's so easy to lose your ball in flight, and you really don't know how far is it carrying. So that gives a coach better data, as well as the person hitting the ball.
0: So I'm thinking back to when we met—chilly, a chilly weekend in Troutman, Jeeptastic. You're selling aftermarket parts <laughs> for Jeeps. I come into you in the fall (laughs) and you got a, you got a golf academy at Bruin. How do you make that jump? How do you, what's the idea? You know, take me through the process of, Hey, I got an idea and you (laughs) went through it. How did you get from point A to point B?
2: Well, so I'll give my husband this credit. He, uh, so we really wanted this year in January, we really wanted to get back into playing golf. We had, we played golf previously, but you know, having a child, Mm -hmm. sometimes a little hard to get out and. So we, you know, it was like one January day, we were like, hey, let's go hit some balls. And it was a nice sunny day. But I think a couple of days prior had rain. And we went to three different golf courses, all which were closed for the driving range. And it kind of just sparked yeah. and saying, he's like, why is there not another option? So we kind of just started exploring our options. Okay, well, what it you know, what does it take? We Went to some places in South Charlotte. Obviously, we've been to Top Golf before, but there were some other places, indoor specifically, places that we'd been to. So we kind of just, okay, let's figure, you know, let's go check them out. You know, what do they have to offer and that kind of stuff? He said, you know, there's really nothing like this in the Lake Norman area. We just felt, with Berkdale being closed for a long time, and then obviously, you know, Peninsula Club just closed. They're going to be closed for a year Mm -hmm. doing renovations. So a lot of those golfers are displaced during that year or plus of construction. So it's a really great option, especially with the weather being bad. Uh, You know, it's dark early. Those those people who go golfing after work or, you know, they have their Tuesday night league. Oh man, it's raining on Tuesday night. So it it gives a good option, uh, a good alternative. And plus you're not going to be out for five, six hours. You know, you can, one or two people can knock out nine whole nine you know, nine, to, nine holes about an hour, 18 holes about two. Hmm. So Quick. a lot more, you know, time savings, especially if you have kids, you, you know, the kids can come, right? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's, you know, a little putting mat for the kids that they, they can m- mess with. So, we, you know, we really have fun because it's good for all ages and all skill levels of golf.
0: Sounds like uh, necessity was the mother of invention here. You found Thanks. a gap in your own life, and you decided to build a business <laughs> to
2: fill it. Hey, that's that's how all inventions happen. <laughs> all businesses happen, I'm pretty
0: yeah. sure too. I kind of stumbled into what I'm doing now too. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm familiar with Top Golf. A lot of people, probably in our audience, are. And hook it golf are thinking, okay, what's the difference? Can you describe that to us as a you know I'm envisioning top golf, but you're not you're not that. What's what's the difference between the two of you guys?
2: Yeah, I mean, I would say top golf is definitely more on the entertainment side. Okay. You know, all you know, now obviously there's serious golfers that go over there too. Um, but we wanted to provide uh, the option for a, a serious golfer but also give that entertainment side so obviously if we would you know land in the lake norman area is very expensive so we're like okay we're not going to be able to have an outdoor facility because there's a couple there's obviously top golf, but there's one in gastonia that's pretty popular uh, but we said it was just kind of like hey let's this idea is <laughs> um we just felt the indoor option was a great mm-hmm. economical option and you know we have two bays so you know you have up to four players at each bay so it's you know it's great for a group and but you can have people come watch as well but you know top golf is you know you have a whole it's a whole experience and you're you know around a lot of people but we like to say you know, we have a very um private you know it's it's very secluded you know you have max two groups in there so it's you know when people walk in they're like wow like it's very private and so there's a much different feeling than top golf
0: so you can entertain guests of the golfers do, do you go the full party aspect like top golf
2: yeah so you can definitely host a party um adult birthday private okay. events holiday events obviously as christmas comes up you know if someone's looking for a place to host your employees or friends you know we say about 25 people max but a great option you know have fun Uh, we have two 85 inch tvs for you know football games all that kind of stuff
0: that uh sounds like i might have to talk to santa about a gift card for hook it golf we'll be back with a little bit more with candace klein of hook it golf right after this Monday afternoon from the Burner Cigar Studios WSIC radio you are listening to local biz now Patrick Reynolds in for Joe Vagnone and I'm alongside Candice Klein from Hook It Golf thank you so much for spending part of your Monday afternoon with us the best day of the week I have to say
2: of course and on Mondays we have Mulligan Mondays so it's a discounted rate uh, all day on Monday so the plug there see how
0: i set you up for that you huh? did. we work well together <laughs> mulligan mondays I, I i think that's cool do you have something for every day of the week
2: like uh, tee it up
0: tuesdays <laughs> or in you know wing ding wednesdays i don't know do you go through stuff like that
2: so right now it just it just mondays is like the the, the special day so mulligan mondays okay. i thought it tied well with the golf
0: yeah so you got six days to fill in some kind of promo.
2: Yeah. I, well, mm. um, you know, we're going to look to start a league here. That'll probably be on like a Wednesday, Thursday night. So Obviously Fridays, a lot of people, hey, I just want to kind of have something fun to do on a mm-hmm. Friday and, and, fr- and Saturday night. So, you know, we, we got more and more things that we're going to start adding. Just Great. You know, we've been open about four months. So we're just kind of like adding as we go. Right.
0: That's the, in, in business talk, that's like in the infancy of a yes. business. Four <laughs> months, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so Christmas coming up here a little bit. Uh, never too early to start shopping for the audience. Right. I'm a size large. you like the color blue. And <laughs> I golf poorly. So <laughs> Hook It Golf may be a good place for a little bit of Christmas shopping, I would believe. Yes?
2: Yeah. Gift cards. So if you have an avid golfer or even just someone starting out, they they want, you know, they're interested in golf. And you know, it's fun. Like I said, entertainment or, you know, kind of that serious golfer. It's a great option for them to have a uh, good little, you know, good little stocking stuffer, or just gift, you know, mm-hmm. or a birthday party. If you have a birthday <laughs> party, and you know, the next couple months, great option there too.
0: So the the standard business question: You're ready for it. You knew it was coming. What separates you from your competition in this world?
2: Yeah. So uh, our technology that we use for our launch monitors is called Trackman, and that name probably isn't going to ring any bells to someone who doesn't watch golf mm-hmm. or doesn't follow golf right, seriously. But TrackMan is the best launch monitor on the market, for sure. I mean, all, there's a bunch of professional golfers carrying that around on the course with them, you know, warm-ups and everything. So it it's, provides a lot more data than some of the other competition. Um, so that's really the technology that the TrackMan offers is um, definitely our number one competitive advantage.
0: So here I am thinking, I'm going to play the role of the novice golfer. I have never golfed before. I own no clubs. And I go to hook it golf. What can you and can you not do with me at that point in my life? What do I need to bring? What do you supply? Brand new guy wants to golf. Love it. Seen it on TV. Candace, help me out. What would? You, what, how do you do that?
2: So we currently do not have clubs for rent. It's probably something we'll add again, you know, more adding more things as we go, Uh, but you will need to supply your own clubs to come. But for a novice, let's, let's say maybe you just recently bought clubs or recently started. Yeah. I would suggest a lesson. So, you know, get teaming with the the instructors we're going to partner with first, or just come with some friends and just kind of test out the system. Um, There, like I said, there's great games. So putting games, chipping games, and even if you want to, go out to the course. You know, you're not limited. If you got if there you're there for an hour, you can just kind of go mess around with the various options. So get a friend who maybe is new to the game and come out and test it out and then you know, look about, you know, booking a lesson uh, for yourself mm-hmm. to see if you can at least get, you know, the basics going and, and start from there.
0: How about food and beverage? We see that at at your competitors, like sure. we'll call them. Uh, they make it a party. They make it a big thing. What yep. do you provide? Same kind of like thing with the clubs. What do you? What can you bring? Uh, guide a newbie through that process. Sure.
2: So we do have a beer and wine for sale, as well as non-alcoholic drinks, sodas, waters, uh, that kind of items for drinks. And then we have coffee, sorry, as well as a coffee bar. Um, and then we have uh, snacks, so a variety of snacks. But definitely if you want to – we allow people to bring in their own food so they you want to order pizza or have something delivered, Uber Eats, Dash, anything like that. Mm-hmm. We welcome that because we we do not have a full-service restaurant. So, you know, we definitely allow people to, to bring in um, food from the outside. And then we have you – know, obviously, I hate charging for waters, so I do have water for <laughs> sale, but – there is a water machine back there for, you know, with cups. And so, you know, because you get thirsty hitting, sure. swinging that club you wears you out. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard work. You know, no one, no one thinks, you know, golfers are athletes. But these guys, they, they are true athletes, how they, how they swing that. I that think they club. are.
0: <laughs> I think they are. Well, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy, a fan of golf on TV, somewhat of a casual fan, a little fan. I enjoy watching it. And you watch them and they do their thing and you go, I say, this is me, my, my two cents. Okay. And then I go try it. Yeah. And realize this is so hard and these guys are really that good. Do you get that impression from folks that, that come in there?
2: <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, obviously we get a wide range of abilities. Uh, you know, some people... I'm looking at them like, man, why aren't you on the tour? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> the way you're hitting. Um, but I saw this uh, image the other day, and it kind of really spoke to it. It was, it was basically an image of how where you're striking on the club, a tour player versus like a 15 handicap. And you know, you could see kind of like the disparity of like the where they're striking the ball, kind of mm. you know, a range this big, whereas a tour player, the range was about yeah. that small. You know, it's it, it was a massive difference. So I think consistency is the massive key with that kind of stuff. And you know, practice, you know, these guys who are on the tour, they are practicing. It is their job, right? It is right. their sure. full-time job. Yeah. And they are spending a lot of time, a lot of hours practicing and getting ready.
0: For those of you listening in your car on I-77, Candice held up a very small... <laughs> out with their fingers as to oh. where the pro hits the ball i'll
2: have to send you the image so you can you know yeah, relate it
0: <laughs> that'd be cool uh do you have a vision for the business of five years 10 years 20 years down the road or are you guys more or less going by the seat of your pants and taking hour to hour I, what kind of plan do you have
2: well so you know we start with two bays which you know when you think about it you know top golf has like something like 100 bays, I think, and other, <laughs> other places have definitely more than two. Um, so we had started with two pretty wide bays when you look at a lot of the, the, I guess you'd say the competition, you know, they're skinnier bays, and sometimes it struggles with lefties. So mm. sometimes the lefties feel out, you know, they're like, oh, well, I don't, you know, I have to move all this stuff to be a lefty, but we, we really wanted to cater to uh, and make it a more luxurious experience. Um, so we built the bays extra wide, but that also took up a lot of space. So we, our facility, kind of, we we were originally trying to get three bays in there, but we're like, okay, due to space constraints and emergency exits, we're limited to two. But I think eventually we'd love to. So the suite actually next to ours, we could prov- possibly get into and make additional bays if we feel like it's going to be necessary.
0: I've so. had some embarrassing moments in the bays myself. <laughs> <laughs> One of those it's, famous shots that I told you about earlier just hits off and ricochets right yeah. to the barriers. And that is the loudest thud I've ever loud. that. It's an unmistakable noise. You know just what happened, and it's quite embarrassing on my part. Again, can you help me? Can you help <laughs> fix that with my golf game?
2: We have padding on the walls, so <laughs> it doesn't make nearly the sound it would off the, like the plastic that you you know you see at top golf. So okay. that would at least help the embarrassment factor.
0: I was hoping you could help with my skill, as opposed wow. to muffling okay. the noise
2: lesson is always a big thing but the nice thing about that is like you you know you go on the golf course or on the driving range and you're like okay i hit that one terribly but you have no idea why
0: exactly um so
2: yeah so one thing that the trackman shows and you know uh it's a little hard to explain for the people who aren't um listening over the radio but it'll actually show you your swing plane Mm -hmm. so if you're you know when all these people go back, a lot of times, you know, they're lifting up or they're, the swing plane is not that shape that you want, the ideal shape. Straight back, straight forward. But a lot of people are getting out of motion and they're coming from the outside and swinging in or inside and swinging out. So a lot of times they don't realize how their swing is. So mm-hmm. they just know, oh, well, I shank that to the left or I shank that to the right. Oftentimes, that will actually show them what they're doing, where they're impacting the ball in the club. And then from there, obviously, understanding why you're doing that, that's where I would say that's where you need an instructor to kind of show you maybe some drills. Or it, you can always, there's so many drills on YouTube as well. And you can come practice those drills at the facility as well and see if that's helping. So, obviously, if you're a self motivated learner, you can always go on YouTube and Sometimes you're in a day of data, so that's why sometimes an instructor is a good way to say, hey, let's focus on this one thing. Because mm-hmm. that's you know that's what they're there for, right? They're, they are the licensed professionals doing that kind of stuff and identifying that stuff.
0: We just got a few minutes left with you before the top of the hour. Long-term vision, they asked you about like a business model. Uh, what about the food and beverage aspect? Do you have a vision for like, you know, a bar, a restaurant, or anything that incorporated in into the business at all? Is that an aspect that's on your radar?
2: I can't say I've ever wanted to be in the restaurant industry. (laughs) Um, I could see getting uh, possibly into like liquor, like mixed drinks, that kind of stuff. Or um, I have a friend who's in the liquor industry and she had some ideas about to make it less complicated. But I have a couple of friends who's worked in the restaurant industry and I actually went to Johnson & Wales. So you know that industry is is really tough. So I don't know if we'll ever go that way. You never know, though, right? Maybe if we eventually get on a partner that's very skilled in that stuff, we'd consider it. Uh, but we we will see. That's you know to be determined at this point.
0: You know who is very skilled and experienced at the restaurant industry is the regular host of Local Biz Now, this show, Joe Vagnone.
2: Well, there we go. So we
0: need to consult with him. <laughs> We've got about 30 seconds left, real quick. How do folks get a hold of you if they want to know more about Hook It Golf?
2: Yeah, so I would definitely recommend our website, www.hookitgolf.com. Uh, also, our Instagram and Facebook, Hook It Golf. You can find us, uh, definitely follow us, so you can kind of see what deals we have. and. Come check us out. Book an appointment online.
0: Candice Klein, thank you so much of Hook It Golf. Local biz now from the Burner Cigar Studio. It has been fun. I will be co-hosting with Joe next week. We'll see you then. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. Statesville, W290DK.
1: Mooresville, Lake Norman, North Charlotte.